You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother, Cooper. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You ready for this? Yes. Elimination Chamber review. That's right. We are time to recap the WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Oh, yes. I'm excited. You excited? Uh, yeah. Yes and no. (laughs) For everything else you're ready and excited for, but what happened at the end, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty (laughs) much. All right. So here we go. Starting off with the kickoff show, we had John Morrison taking on Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Elias for a qualifier to the United States Triple Threat match because Keith Lee has suffered injury as of late and was unable to go in the Triple Threat match for the United States title. So, Koopa, your thoughts on Morrison defeating Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Elias to get into the Triple Threat match. Well, you got to give credit when credit's due. John Morrison is a talented, you know, guy. I mean, mm-hmm. we might not like him with The Miz, but I, I'll tell you what, when he was in his singles, you know, run through uh, aid, or, I mean, uh, ECW, and uh, when he, you know, went to Lucha Underground, he actually proved himself over there. And when he came back to WWE, I'm very highly surprised they haven't done much with So it was pretty right. cool to see him get this win. Yeah, it was uh, definitely uh, interesting to see him win. It made for uh, a very athletic triple threat match, to say the least, with uh, Bobby oh, Lashley, Riddle, and yeah. him. I mean, it was just a lot of athleticism in that match. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to eventually. But it, it uh, helped Morrison. I've always enjoyed him as a singles competitor. I haven't loved this dirt sheet thing with him and Miz. Oh no! I mean, man. it's he's much better by himself. Um, the only and time truth he, be told, so is the Miz. I mean, you can hate on the Miz all you want, but well, he's I I I really started respecting the Miz when he had his title run as the Intercontinental Champion when they had the white belt. Yeah, um, that's when I really think he was on top of his game and. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I don't really care for these two being together. I know they're friends, 
I know it's you know it is what it is, but I mean, yeah, it's really obnoxious and just kind of like okay, it's yeah redundant. Can we move on? Yeah, because even Morrison got better when he when the they split Eminem. Yeah, when they when he first came up in the WWE. Oh yeah, way back when, um, and that was a really. Yeah, they were a pretty and, good tag team. But like and said, I've been good. watching him since he was in WCW, Johnny Nitro. I mean, he's, yeah. it, it was kind of weird because Johnny Nitro, he was kind of like this this jobber kid that just yeah, he'd run around wearing a Monday Night Nitro shirt all the time. And, yeah. And then coming into WWE as, uh, you know, um, was it Mercury and Nitro? Yeah. So, yeah. Mercury Nitro and uh, Molina. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next up, of course, to kick off the show, how we predicted this to start off the show is beyond me. Oh, wait. Because it was obvious it was going to happen. Yep. The Elimination Chamber match for a shot at the Universal title was first. And this was actually a really good, hellacious match. It was, man. It was back and forth all the way. There was so many twists and turns. It was nuts. Yes. It was crazy. It was astonishing. And you ended up being right in your prediction of who was going to win the match. And it ended up being Daniel Bryan. Yes. The ultimate underdog. The ultimate underdog. I love Daniel Bryan. And I would have been happier if he got this one if what were to follow didn't take place. Right. Because then what happened after that is exactly what you and I predicted. As soon as the match was over... They lifted the chamber up off the ring. Out came the big dog, ready to attack Daniel Bryan. Oh, yes. And get this match quickly done and over with. Though Bryan did surprise him because uh, Roman Reigns did go for a spear, and then he locked, but he dodged it and put him into a yes lock, almost getting the champion to pin, but the champion managed to barrel his way out and then just completely destroy Daniel Bryan. Yeah, um... It's, it is what it is with Roman Reigns, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. But then, like, I called it what would happen for the perfect yes, trifecta for yes. us. Edge came out of nowhere, speared Roman Reigns, pointing to the WrestleMania sign afterwards, announcing he is taking on the big dog at yeah. WrestleMania. Yes, spear versus spear, baby. Yes, sir. This uh, is going to be a great Universal Championship youth match. Youth versus True Grit. There you go. That's <laughs> what's up. So uh, this will be interesting. And uh, don't don't count Edge out. I know this younger generation. Oh, it's Roman Reigns, man. Edge is old. I don't care what you think about Edge. It don't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, with age comes wisdom. So... And he's the ultimate opportunist for a reason. Yeah, so watch out for Edge, man. That's right. So I wouldn't be surprised. He might be able to pull the upset. We'll see what happens, though, as we get ready to go into Fastlane and find out exactly what's going on there. Next up, we do have that triple threat match for that feature Riddle versus champion Bobby Lashley versus John Morrison. And uh, Matt Riddle, in an athletic match, ends up coming out on top. Yeah, dude. Finally, he finally got his... I wouldn't call it a one-on-one shot, but he finally got a fair shot at the title, and it was very back and forth. I mean, it was athletic. I mean, it was crazy, dude. Some of the stuff these guys were doing. So 
Well, it was unbelievable. Bobby Lashley, of course, was quite dominant for quite a bit of the match, though, because he was. Oh yeah, because he's the biggest guy in there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, a lot of times, though, uh, the two quicker athletes, Riddle and Morrison, actually kept that match going themselves, just because they were able to counteract anything that Bobby Lashley was about ready to do. Um, I believe what was it? Lashley had Riddle in the uh, hurt lock, and then Morrison hit him from behind to stop it. Yeah. So I mean, and then, uh, and then uh, he was actually going to uh, hit him with a chair. Then he got locked into a hurt lock, and then Riddle hit Bobby Lashley with the chair. So it was nuts and crazy, but it was a great match. Um, and, and that's one thing I like about the triple threats too is no holds barred. You know, it's like you fight it out till the, till the end. I mean, there's. Right. I mean, that's what I like about the no disqualification with it because you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you basically you're allowed to do whatever as long as it's within a certain amount of rules. There are not a whole lot, though, that you yeah. can not do, though. I think basically, what is it? Is it? I think the only thing they count is rope break, isn't it? Rope break, yeah. That's about it. Everything yeah. else you can pretty much do. Yeah. It's the only thing they're allowed because you can't do a count out because no one can get counted out. So, all right, man. Uh, I mean, technically, I guess if you wanted to do a count, you could, then the champion would tie and still be champion, but they're not going to do that. <laughs> Next up, we had the Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jax, taking on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah, man. This match was crazy, dude. It was. Um, Bianca <clears throat> Belair totally showed out in this one. Uh, she showed her athleticism and actually stood... Pretty good toe-to-toe with Nia Jax, man. She did. She uh, showed her power with Nia Jax and uh, almost almost was able to lift <laughs> the glamorous one, but couldn't quite get her up. Um, that that leaves me a reason to believe, though, that we would probably still have an opportunity to see that because, remember, they had that kind of leaning up for a little bit with between Cena and the Big Show when he would try to do the you know, the uh, FU, whatever, now the, oh, uh, yeah. the uh, attitude yeah, just... just... When he tried to do it to the Big Show for it's a while. It's the you. I don't care what right. y'all say. And he couldn't lift him. And then at WrestleMania, not only did he lift him, he lifted him and Edge. Yeah. And did the attitude adjustment to both at yeah, the same man, time. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, I, I think it's only a matter of time whenever they cross paths again, we'll eventually see Bianca Belair be able to lift, um, of course, Nia Jax. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately for Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, uh, Carmella Samolier Reginald distracted Sasha Banks and it ended up costing them a chance to win the title. Yeah, I guess he's got some sort of obsession with her, right? Yeah, that that's been kind of weird and and strange, strange to say the least. <laughs> so what? Carmella didn't work out, so he's trying to go. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. With Team Blue. The... I don't know what. I have no idea what's going on. We'll just have to keep stay tuned to. SmackDown and see what happens with that. All right. So, uh, next up, we have the Raw Elimination Chamber match where Drew McIntyre took on five other world champions to for the WWE title. So, Koopa, your thoughts on this match before we announce the winner? Dude, this match was hellacious, bro. It was. It was. It was crazy, man. There was so many twists and turns to this one that. You know, you almost thought McIntyre wasn't going to be able to come out. Right. There was, I mean, at one point, Sheamus was on a freaking uh, tear. Yeah. Tearing everybody up. Everyone. It was just like, what? 
Yeah, he he seemed very determined to re, to get back the title he hasn't had in quite some time, and it was just astonishing to watch. Uh, we had a lot of ups and downs, twists and turns. Randy Orton was surprisingly eliminated somewhat early in the match. Um, I, he, I mean, everybody got in before there was an elimination, but his elimination seemed to be the most surprising as it was early in the um, match, not necessarily a late, you know. Yeah, and who was it that, that, that eliminated him? Wasn't Kofi Kingston? He was either Kofi, I think it was Kofi, yeah. Kofi got yeah. him, which was surprising. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and it was a back and forth, hellacious match, but Drew McIntyre managed to withstand the brunt of it and t- uh, got that championship retained. Only to be attacked out of nowhere by Bobby Lashley. Yeah, this this got bad. And quickly. Uh, Bobby Lashley would destroy the champ, leaving him in a heap on the center of the ring, which then led to The Miz coming out and cashing in Money in the Bank and becoming the new WWE champion. Uh, this is bullcrap. I think we all saw this coming. Um, uh, I just figured he... Well, I mean, I guess it was kind of a smart move on the Miz's part, but I I mean, because really you didn't know when he was going to do it. Like, I thought maybe he was just going to wait till WrestleMania and hold it till then. But uh, yeah. I guess that, that wasn't the plan, so... Nope. I mean, some we obviously knew something was up when they had a cutaway scene showing uh, MVP talking to the Miz about the t- uh, about the money in the bank. Something was pertaining to happen, and then as soon as so like, oh, Bobby's got it or something. Bobby shows up and attacks. Uh, ends up attacking Drew McIntyre. It's like, well, this is not going to end well. Yeah, we're just waiting, and then boom, here comes the Miz, cashes it in, gets the title. And now has to face Bobby Lashley this coming Monday for the for the WWE. Hey man, he said he would do it, right? So yeah, so it's gonna be uh, you reap what you sow. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Um, ah, I just don't like the Miz champion, anyways. I've never cared for him being. He's he's got some talent, but he's never been top of the line talent. I'm I just he's just because he's a good heel. That's why they give it to him. Honestly, I, he's not a heel level talent as in like Roman Reigns is now where a heel champion would be fantastic. Yeah. He's good. Yes, he's good on the mic. Yes, he's a good heel, but he's not top of the tier heel level for uh, high. If his talent matched is. He's not Chris Jericho. Yeah, if he if his if his talent matched is yeah, his, his mouth, his mouth for a championship. Then yeah, I could see it because Jericho had great talent, unbelievable, undeniable talent for a guy his size. Miz is pretty limited on what exactly he can do. Well, no, I wouldn't quite say that. He is pretty technical. He's a good wrestler, but he's. I think where it gets me with the Miz is the fact that the Miz was is not he's not built like a wrestler. He's not. He doesn't even look like a wrestler. He looks like your average Joe going in there. And I mean, sure, he's built now, but when he first got into the business, he was scrawny and just 
And not only that, Mr. Real World, you know what I mean? I just, I, I never really respected it. I thought it was dumb. Yeah, right. So, I mean, so that's where we ended up being with that. Um, so we'll see what the fallout is as we lead up to Fastlane on uh, March 21st, I believe it is, for the pay-per-view. Yeah. And then, of course, that's our final road to WrestleMania. Oh, yes. Then we go to the big show. Speaking of who, is on AEW now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Captain Insano is all late. I loved when they did the boulders all late. <laughs> the picture of the rock. He's not the boulder. Uh, or Betty White. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. So, uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow because we will be doing basketball talk. We might have some baseball stuff. I have to double check to see if there anything significant has happened other than um, spring training is about to start kicking off next month. Actually, this weekend because the Dodgers and A's are playing, I know, uh, are playing this weekend starting tomorrow. So uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll talk about anything that may have happened in baseball. We've had a lot happening in basketball. Lakers finally ended their dang losing streak last night, so it finally came to a halt. Took them a little bit, but got it done. Hey, man, got to do what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you can't win them all. That's right. Miami's keeping their their, uh, rising um, trajectory going as they actually beat the Jazz recently. They beat the Jazz? Yes, sir. All right, man. So, uh, oh, and of course, don't forget to tune in Tuesday because Cooper and I, we got the first sports talk mock draft. Yes, this will be fun, man. Yes, sir. So we already got it ready for you guys. So be sure to tune in Tuesday night, and that will be our first podcast of March. So we hope you enjoy the rest of the month. Yeah, then we then we got on Thursday we got worldwide sports sports talk. That's right. So uh, get ready for more. Talk of the world of sports. Yeah, since some more NASCAR coming your way, hopefully maybe we'll get some UFC, some mm-hmm. some hockey, some, uh, you some know. Some hockey. Some hockey. <laughs> All right, yeah, I did figure out the other international um, hockey league. It's the KHL. So we'll talk about that and the NHL. MLS a little bit, too. I think they're getting ready to start up soon. You going to hurl over there? Oh, I'm good. That was a little <laughs> bubbly from that. All right. So, anyways, uh, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. You got anything more? No, nah, man. I'm good. All right. So, as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.